Peeling Back the Layers I don't really remember when I started my health and fitness journey, but I can remember the last time that I felt normal. Actually, it wasn't until I was about in middle school and I looked at a photo of me from a few years back and didn't recognize the small child in it. Extremely happy, not only with her surroundings, but with herself. I started on this journey when I was a little girl who had a lifestyle change and embarked on a new career being told by those in charge that I needed to lose some weight. It started as someone telling me that I wasn't what they wanted, so I needed to change myself for them. I was nine. I was overweight. So, like that, the start of the diet culture was introduced to me and I had no chance of ever really having a normal, quote-unquote, relationship with food or fitness. So when I started to play sports, join clubs, and hang out with friends closer to my own age, I still needed to change something about my body. I used what I learned in sports and fitness as a way to make myself as small and as light as possible, changing what I did for others. Still thinking that I was not good enough for myself, finding fault with everything that I did, and never being satisfied with how I looked. I was 13. So, when I stepped into my parents' country club and got a trainer, I used their knowledge to perfect my performance as a way to lose more weight and be lighter, if that was possible. Starting to just not eat. To see food as something that was terrible for my body, that anything I put into my mouth was going to make me fat, and I would never get that boy to like me or my friends to think I was cool enough. You guys, give me, cut me some slack. It was the 90s, so cool was the thing. I didn't look to my obsessive workout schedule as something to make me strong, but as something that I needed to do to lose those extra 30 pounds that I assumed I had on my body. Food was not fuel. And workouts were hours long as a way to punish myself for not being good enough. All while I was still looking for approval from others. I was 17. When I took the plunge and moved more than 45 minutes away from home to the southern part of the state, I resorted to punishing myself on a daily basis. Mentally, with the new negative self-talk that would play like a warped record in my head the moment anything didn't go my way, And physically, with the hours upon hours of long cardio-driven workouts with the little to no food, the bulimia that I somehow found out how to quote-unquote control, the self-mutilation that I tried to play off as accidents, I was excelling in all parts of my life except for the one that mattered to me the most. My aesthetic appearance? (laughs) I was 21. I could keep going with the numerical markers about how my bulimia and negative outlook on fitness eventually ended up taking its toll on me mentally, causing a lot of my healthy, lifelong, and supportive relationships to end abruptly. That the physical toll on my body means that I will not be able to digest certain foods properly ever again. That some joints will never work quite the same again. That I am still working on a disorder that will forever and always be with me. I am here to tell you that someone who had just a warped, unforgivable, dire, and negative outlook on what fitness and strength meant to her can learn through trial, error, error, and error again to fall in love with the process. 
as this new year rings upon us and the first week of promises to ourselves and new diets start to unfold and we continue to make the same meal plan and oaths to one another to finally do it with a fresh start and a clean slate. I challenge you to stop. Take a look back on what has worked and more importantly, what hasn't. Have those 30-day cleanses changed your habits permanently? Was that no sugar, no dairy, no carbs, no fun for 29 days changed your body and your outlook on food? Did any of those challenges help you build a healthier relationship with your food and taught you to appreciate the strength your body possesses? Have any of those new year, new you challenges become a way for you to live your life in the best way possible, give you the best physical, emotional, and performance-based results? Or were they just another timeline for you to follow and so you could have a day off and start the cycle all over again on the first six, 12, or whatever day you set as the marker? I set a performance-based goal for myself to compete in my first Olympic lifting competition. I want to set a new deadlift PR record. I committed to myself to journal a page every day, to attend a support group each week. I'm taking note of what hasn't worked for me in the past with my meal planning, and I'm looking forward to finding something that will help me build a new mutual relationship with my food. I am slowly learning to put a pause on the negative conversations I will have with myself and stop living my life for anyone except myself. I was 35. There was a time that I dreaded my past and what I have done to not only myself, but to other around, others around me. But that would take me off the path that I have been set to travel upon now. I wouldn't have the outlook that I have now on health and fitness. And I might not have created the passion to help myself and to help others tell their story. At what number were you when you fell in love with your journey?